Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, on a uh, Tuesday. And Aaron, if you could only, Aaron Sexton, as always, our fine producer, is doing his thing. I wish you could see. Aaron uh, does a tremendous job kind of keeping me on schedule. And uh, Aaron, the, I was one. I have the bright lights. The TV lights are on in the office. And uh, we were able to finish some TV and go straight in to radio. And uh, I, I may have to send you a picture. Uh, of this whole scene here but uh, man everybody wants to talk about the Cowboys right now and we've been talking about it we talked about it yesterday we heard a lot of great uh, response from our people uh, from our listeners you guys did a great job and have had a lot to uh, share and we will uh, we'll continue to talk about that what the offseason looks like um, Jerry Jones has been skipping his radio appearances this week. And uh, also some breaking news, Aaron. Tony Pollard has undergone surgery today, and the fibula should heal on its own. But interestingly, the high ankle sprain, which I don't normally, that seems to be something that just heals on its own, that had to be operated on. And in fact, uh, may- maybe later in the program, our uh, resident surgeon is skiing right now, but maybe we'll check in with Dr. Ellis and get his take on how long that return. They're saying he'll be ready for training camp. Aaron, we're always very optimistic with these uh, <laughs> injuries, and it's um, it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds. We come to you the day after a big Baylor win and that was, Aaron, I tried to get you to come to the game last night, but, of course, you had to produce the game. And I, I, I just really, and I, I'm sure you had to, the, it was on Big Monday, and you were doing the game radio, and I'm sure you had it on there to be able to, uh, to, to see. I don't know if you can sync it up or not, but a tremendous scene. And I just want to commend all the Baylor people. Um, it was a whiteout. Everybody showed up. I, I think they missed an official sellout by like two or 300 tickets or something. Uh, but it, for all practical intents and purposes, it was a, uh, it was a sellout. And, in fact, uh, Aaron, our usual media spots, there were people kind of – I mean, Tom and I were we, – we just kind of – move back up to the stands uh being the selfless people that we are and allowed all the i mean kansas kansas media travels like crazy i mean it is really impressive i don't know who all these people were but they were all over the place and uh, but the game presentation was wonderful uh the music 
was very loud, but I'm okay. I don't want to be like Mr. Old Man or something, but it was, you know, you, you get to hear from the the Golden Wave, you know, hear from the the pep band, the, uh, the, 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 it was, and that was always good. But then they would crank up the music, and Aaron, Baylor men's basketball has a new PA announcer, and he's one of those NBA types. And, again, I, I like the old NBA, um, Kevin McCarthy, who when the other team would score, he would just say something like, Urban Johnson, Larry Bird. I mean, he, he just really understated and, and was not, you know, I, I kind of like that approach. But I think the students love somebody that's way into it and energetic and gets them going. So it's not my cup of tea. But whatever makes the students happy, students were going crazy. I mean, there was all kind. Of, I think they loved the music. Uh, I think the musical choices were. I mean, it was, it was really good, and and everything just, and even the guy who comes out and the thankless task of, be, you know, handling the contest. I like that guy. Um, there's a guy that does it in football. He's a nice guy, too. But the guy that does it in basketball is kind of a taller guy, and I kind of know him. I think he's, like, in the ministry or something. I've, I, I said hi to him last night, but he does a really nice job uh, doing all that. But, I mean, it was – and, Aaron, I couldn't believe it. The, uh, the Bears crowd got a little hostile last night in a good way. Now, it was not the most Baptist crowd – there, Aaron, I don't know if you could tell on the radio, every once in a while, a, a BS chant would would kind of make its way in. And then, um, and then, you know, Kansas has a player named Grady Dick, and he's a he's a uh, great young freshman, ended up with about 20, either 23 or 24 points in that game, and good player. But students got on him. And, of course, he gets it everywhere he goes because with that last name, how could you not? But I'm, I'm telling you, Aaron, I kind of I started looking around, and I even said to a Kansas fan in front of me, I said, we're not usually like this. And, and they kind of turned around. It was funny. He was in his Kansas stuff, and his wife turns around, and she's in her Baylor stuff. And they were kind of – and they had a kid – who's a Baylor student. So they were kind of a house divided and all that. But they thought it was funny, and they, they had a good attitude. And, and, the, and the dad said, hey, you don't think he's heard worse? You don't think they do you know worse in other arenas? But I'm just telling you, uh, I think the new pavilion needs to be loud. I don't think opposing players should feel comfortable at all. And, and last night at the Farrell Center was a good start. And, and also the game presentation – I walked out of the arena last night, and I got to spend a little time with Scott Drew. And he noticed it. And he grabbed the mic after the game and, and thanked the fans and everything. But even, and of course, you know, they're coaching. They can't be paying attention to what music they're playing or are they playing old rap, old school rap, or new rap, or Rihanna. What do they got? What do they got going? But, boy, he loved it. And then I started telling him some of the things that were chanted and some of the things that happened during the game, and Scott got the biggest kick out of it. I mean, he just – and I and I think that's it, Aaron. I mean, think about going to West Virginia and having Jalen Bridges, who handled himself beautifully, just get ripped 
for two straight hours. And and then, of course, you you want players. You don't want to cross the line, but you want to make it difficult on them. And, uh, and I, I think it was a nice home court advantage. And Bill Self said something last night, Aaron, that I kind of liked. Um, and and I, I took a picture. I mean, there was a lot of. There was a lot of fun stuff that happened throughout this game. And and he was uh, – I took a picture of him. You can see John Warner's head in this picture. Um, and it says, it's Bill Self on whether the games versus BU have gotten bigger. And part of that is Baylor has started winning more of these games. In fact, the last seven games, I think Baylor's four and three and has won the last three games against Kansas – uh, at the Farrell Center. That's unheard of. That's unheard of. I mean, for years, that just didn't happen to Kansas. Fourth time in his career at Kansas, they've had a three-game losing streak. Aaron, how long has he been there? Like 20 years? Think about that. Only the fourth time and only the first time in 10 years that the three-game losing streak has included a home game. One of those losses that Kansas had was at home. So this is... Uh, this is pretty amazing stuff. But he was asked about, you know, whether these games against Baylor have gotten bigger. And I got to hand it to him. I think he's got some sarcasm in him. And uh, and, and he can I, – I can tell by his facial expression. Every once in a while, he kind of wants to poke back at the reporters or whatever. But he really kind of handles himself well. And, and, he, and he's very complimentary, generally, of the opposing coach and team. When asked about whether the games versus Baylor have gotten bigger, he said, quote, we won the last two national championships. I think you can make the case Baylor is big on everyone's schedule. Now, I like how he put it, and I liked his attitude after the game, and I liked how a guy like that who just came off a national title and his team is suddenly struggling – is keeping the right attitude, and he basically said, hey, Baylor's already been through what we're going through now. Bears opened the league 0-3, have now climbed back out to 5-3. and And by the way, they've done it in these last two games without Keontae. Keontae George was on some kind of heater, playing beautifully and leading the Bears back to 3-3, and and then he has not been good in these last two games. In fact, did not get to close out last night's game. Langston Love was on the floor instead of the freshman phenom. Now, I think it's going to be interesting to see how he handles it. He has a whole week now. Bears have a home game coming up Saturday, and uh, and we'll see how he bounces back from that. All right, we've got um, a lot planned for you today, a lot of exciting things to share with you. But next, an old friend, I saw him last night, and we've given him some time to recharge after doing chilling with Quillen every Friday at 4:20 during the football season. We're going to check in with Curtis Quillen, who has some big time thoughts on uh, on women's and men's basketball. Curtis is next. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. 
follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie, and Top of the Line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get values up to $3,000 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer 
Boys.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Number 17, Baylor beat number 9, Kansas, to hand the Jayhawks their third loss in a row as the Bears protect the home floor 75-69. The Bears will have Arkansas in the Farrell Center this Saturday. Three games in the Big 12 tonight. Oklahoma is at number 11, TCU. Number 5, Kansas State at number 12, Iowa State. And Oklahoma State is at number 10, Texas. Dallas Mavericks host Washington tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7.30. Bill O'Brien will head back to the NFL as the Patriots' next offensive coordinator. Midway offensive coordinator Tommy Allison is heading back to the head coaching role. Allison will be the first head coach of Prosper's newest school, Walnut Grove. The Wildcats will play an outlaw schedule next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chillin' with Quillin on ESPN Central Texas. Audio's the Matt Mosley Show. And um, always love hearing that, Chillin' with Quillin. And to get to see the man in person last night was great. I mean, we've given the man a chance to get his feet back under him after a long football season. And uh, judging by last night, now, Curtis, I was kind of monitoring your um, your situation there, that game ends really late. That's an 8 o'clock game. Now, you usually have, you know, that 10 o'clock broadcast, and you were coming in and out of the post game. and I kind of, you know, I always kind of want to check and make sure my TV friends are, are doing okay. Were you able to get everything you needed done on, on kind of a, uh, that, that's some weird timing when that game ended for your uh, broadcast, I would think. Yeah, the game ended in the commercial break right before sports at, at 10 last night. And so <laughs> you, <laughs> when I tell you that those 8 o'clock tips on nights where I'm flying flying solo, yeah. uh, it, it, it's a little uh, hairy. But we, you know, make air, not art. And we had an issue with one file that I don't, you know, sometimes sometimes it's in God's hands. I don't know that it was anybody's fault. I think sometimes the, the computer gods just have their way with something. And uh, if that's the only issue um, that's come up on these nights where I've had to anchor from the Ferrell Center, uh, you know, we'll call we'll call it good on that one. All right. Hi. I was overhearing some of that. I liked some of the terminology. I was trying to learn some TV terminology because you said something about floating something. And I thought, OK, I think I know what that means. But uh, but that's good. Always good to see some insight. And uh, for years, of course, I was on newspaper deadlines. And so I still to this day, I can see Werner up there and I just feel for him because I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I mean, like, if that game, if this was the Dallas Morning News, they wouldn't even gotten it in the paper. 
I mean, the deadlines are so right. crazy now. They can't hold the paper for it. Tribune Herald for a Baylor game might be able to get it in the paper, but you better have that story in by 10.30 or 11. And, of course, all these newspapers now print their stuff elsewhere. So, like, the Waco mm-hmm. Trib's probably printed in Austin or somewhere. So it's all a very difficult thing. But enough about us. Enough about our <laughs> careers. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Curtis Quillen back on with us. Great atmosphere last night for basketball. And, Curtis, there are times we go, oh, wish more people were here. And people will comment on that or take a picture and go, man, I wish you had a better crowd. That's what you want. That's the kind of crowd you and you say, well, it's, you know, it's Kansas. But the great thing about it is Kansas used to bring a lot of fans to town for one of those games. That was not a huge Kansas had a few fans sprinkled around the Farrell Center. But that was that was not I bet they didn't have more than three or four hundred fans. That was pretty impressive by the Bear fandom, I thought. You want a fun uh, a fun stat here, and this isn't a quantifiable stat based on how I got it, but our assistant news director here at Six News um, is a season ticket holder for Baylor men's basketball. Uh, I can't remember if he still has season tickets to football or not, but you know he's a Baylor fan. He's been around uh, the Waco area for a while. He his his wife and his kids were at the game last night. He texted me a tip off, Matt, and said, "This is the fewest." Kansas fans I've ever seen at a Baylor Kansas game inside the Farrell Center. So hat tip to Baylor Baylor Nation. Do that every time. Like that's I went to a school that is, you know, back in the day was a basketball and a wrestling school. And the student section was the same, equally packed for Bedlam against Oklahoma and for Kansas as it was against like, I don't know. I, uh, who who was bad in the Big 12 at that time? Uh, TCU? They were terrible at that point. Yeah. And so there were just as many kids, uh, students in the stands at the TCU home game as there were at every other conference home game. Um, the, you know, the student sections be- below the – down in the TV shot were full. The only question is, you know, you've got your overflow seating, and that might be a different story, but that's a different story everywhere. You're not going to get the outside – uh, public to buy tickets to every game um, every time. But do that yeah. every time, Baylor. Like, yeah. that atmosphere was the best one in seven years of covering Baylor basketball. Wow. And that's it, not an exaggeration. That's that that's my honest feeling. I, I call it like I see it. That was the best atmosphere Baylor has had in seven years covering the program. Um, and the fact that they've, you know, they didn't storm the court. And they beat top ten Kansas. Says a lot about where Scott Drew has his program at. Um, and remember, Drew, after the game, credited the student section and the fans uh, for, for part of that. Yeah, and the music was good. I think you commented on the music. I, I thought that was really good. I'm not usually for a screaming PA man, but if the students like that, if they like the over-the-top PA man, then I'm okay with it. The name, you know, Grady Dick is the great play, uh, freshman for Kansas. He was delivering his name after shots in a really interesting way. And and that got some eyebrows raised around the arena. I mean, it was a really interesting atmosphere. And I even felt like the Farrell Center crowd was working blue a little bit last night. And uh, I, I just think they showed up at 8 o'clock. And I don't even think alcohol was involved for the most part. I think they were, <laughs> they were kind of loaded for bear and they were ready to go. Uh, and so that was really interesting. What I mean, it, I, it, I love watching – 
Flagler and Cryer and LJ get that thing rolling in the first half. What I was reminded of last night is when they play in transition and, and boy, when they get up the court and they can quickly hunt a shot, boy, this thing can be a juggernaut. Now, they bogged down in the second half, and there was too much one-on-one, and there was a lot of dribbling, and so, you know, they'll have to look at that. But there were moments in that game, especially early, where it was a thing of beauty. And uh, and Bill Self was seen saying something along the lines of they were reading his lips like, they're so much better than us. That's what that's what he was seen saying at one point when Baylor took an 18 to 7 lead in that game. That that really to me that showed Curtis that the that the ceiling like if if this team could play that way throughout more of the game, they they could be a scary team in March. They can be a terrifying team in March if they can play more games like that and less like the uh, TCU debacle where you have a double-digit lead at the break. You're shooting 75% from deep at the half, and then you just peter out at the uh, in the entire second half. Uh, Baylor's best possessions are the ones where the ball doesn't touch the floor, uh, the ones with one dribble or fewer. And what that basically translates to in the uh, box score is assists. Um, in order to get log an assist, the uh, after the pass, you have to get a shot up within one dribble. So you can, you know, you get the pass, you jab, you take one, to, and you immediately take a dribble to the right or left, and then you pull up at that point. That's an assist, uh, statistically speaking, is my understanding of it. And so that's Baylor's best possession. When we saw that last night was in in the transition game, uh, off of a long offense, off a long rebound on the defensive end of the floor, off a turnover, um, off of a really key timed uh really importantly timed uh, offensive rebound from Jalen Bridges um which he only had four offensive rebounds but it felt like he had so much so many more than that simply because of the timing of them and then he's able to you know he can either go up right there or he can kick it out um to LJ Cryer and they can work the ball around the horn without it touching the floor because their passing is so good uh so much of the time and so yeah Baylor is dangerous in March but this is a team with a you know, the, the variance in how this team plays is still too great. Uh, and I think Scott Drew would tell you that, you know, defensively there's still some things. They, they shut down the perimeter last night, and that was a key step. Now they got to guard they got to they got to help off their man a little bit better on in the one-on-one defense game. Um, I, I, I'm kind of with you. This team is better whenever it can run uh, than it is in the one-on-one game. Um, but even then, LJ Cryer was still pretty good in the one-on-one game last night. Uh, Adam Flagler was great at getting open, and that's a huge skill, no matter how simple it seems. Um, Keontae George didn't have his best game, but also they didn't need him to. LJ Cryer was electric. Adam Flagler was electric. Jalen Bridges was getting every rebound that he needed to. Uh, and I'm still impressed, even after last night, with Joshua John Wuna, the freshman in the post. I still think that with Jonathan out, Jonathan Chamuachachua, Ojan Luna, I think, is their best post-presence. Talking to Curtis Quillen, uh, Channel 6 Sports Director. You know him. You love him uh, here on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What was that we keep hearing? They they showed some footage of, of Chama Chachwa, ESPN did, dunking the basketball. Jay Williams did a thing the other day during the game, and it showed that uh, – that, uh, uh, that thing he's having to wear to help with the drop foot. And when you see that, you're like, oh, man, I don't know how you know, he'll ever be anywhere close to what he was. And yet, Scott, 
talked about how he's been in practice recently and and like what what it's been like playing against him. Are you starting to get vibes that maybe he's a lot closer to coming back than we realized? I'm not. Um, remember, we're talking about you know, Nikki Collin kind of hinted at it when she got hired in her introductory press conference at Baylor. Who is the best marketing professional that Baylor had? It is Scott Drew. Scott Drew's the eternal optimist. He everything. He, he that part of what makes him such a great basketball coach is it's on to the next play. We live, we learn, we move on. And he's always looking on the bright side of things. Like yes, we did this poorly, but on the bright side, we had twelve. We had you know fourteen assists tonight and something you know. He, and I, I, here's my thing. We don't have context. We know he's in practice. Doing what? Light, heavy? What's he do? Like, uh, we don't have context. That's not been provided to us. And, you know, it was 11 o'clock at night when we're doing that press conference last night. Maybe we, as the media covering Baylor, could have pushed, like, hey, you talked about John in practice. Help us understand what he's doing in practice. Is it light? Is it heavy? Um, uh, is it, you know, how close is he? Because I will, I'm still of the opinion. The man, Jonathan Chamuachatu is one of the most athletic bigs in the big 12. We can, we can acknowledge that and sit that fact off to the side and also acknowledge that I would still be shocked if Jonathan Chamuachatu suits up in a Baylor uniform this season, the injury he sustained was incredibly difficult to recover from. And if he's not playing right now, then I think he's a hundred. I don't think he's a hundred percent. And it's one of those situations where we have to look at the facts. And if he, if he could play, Scott would play him because we know that John wants to get onto the floor. He's called everyday John for a reason. Um, just like, you know, Davion Mitchell had the nickname off night for a reason. And so I don't necessarily think that he's closer than we're expecting. I think that he's just – I would I would make the argument that it's just to show how well his rehab is coming along, is that he can put weight on that knee. He can safely jump up, dunk a basketball real quick, and come back down. Um, but we need – I think that before, before Baylor fans start getting too excited – um, that they need, they, we need to get them more context on just what John is doing at practice. Well, that's we've got our assignment. Okay, I'll I do I yep. I, I kind of like to find out on my own privately, and then I'll see what I can share. You do the same. Let's dig in a little bit on this. I do love that Langston Love is. Uh, able to do what uh, he's been doing. And, boy, that's what they've needed. Think about what Kansas is getting off the bench. Absolutely nothing. They Every game I look in, they'll get somewhere in the neighborhood of like two to six points at most. They're getting nothing off the bench. And for Langston Love, and he closed out that game. To your point about Keontae, and Keontae hopefully will bounce back, but he's had back-to-back uh, rough games, and he was not into that game the other day in Oklahoma. I don't know what was going on. And I, and I, I, I even his own grandmother uh, you, on, on Twitter was questioning, you know, <laughs> that, that whether or not he was into the game. But he, he's such a spectacular player. I thought that was interesting. They closed the game with Langston on the court instead of Keontae. And I was watching last night, I looked to see Keontae did have four fouls. So, I mean, that had mm-hmm. something to do with it. But still, he could have been on the court to close out the game, and they opted to have Langston Love. I think it speaks to 
how much trust the coaches and Scott Drew have in him and then how far he's come. Uh, I, I, I think Langston Love, he's nowhere near the ceiling. And, and again, we don't know how if we'll ever get to see the full Langston Love after that ACL. But if we do... This is a scary good player. I mean, I really, I really think he is, and I, I think this is a great development that he's starting to chip in eight to ten points a game. Langston Love had a tremendous game last night, and you ride the hot hand. Um, and I think every coach in basketball will tell you that. And so it was not shocking to me when I looked mm. at, you know, I go back and I watch it, and Langston's having a tremendous game. Keontae's not having his best game. Let's go with the hot hand here. And, you know, I, I've got all the faith in the world that, that Keontae George will bounce back. He's, he's too good of a player not to. We've seen him at his best, and we've seen how good that can be. And every athlete has these types of games. I'm not sounding the alarm bells here. Uh, Langston Love, tremendous basketball player. Um, and, you know, I, I've, I know his AAU coach really well. Um, and his AAU coach, when he signed with Baylor, I ran into him at a tournament that I was officiating over the summer trying to, you know, pay for my wedding. <laughs> and um, he was like, dude, Langston's good. Langston is really, really good. Um, and he, like, if, he, if he can get on the floor, um, just knowing the lineup they had coming in and the lineup that they had still there, especially a guard, uh, he, he's going to do some – he's going to wow some people. And I think last night we saw Langston love, like, wow some people. Uh, this is, he, he's, he's going to only get better from here. Um, you know, you talk about bench contribution to Kansas. You have to think that Kansas is a blue blood program that the founder of the sport started the program at a, a, a program that's won how many games, how many conference championships, both in the big eight and the big 12. Um, and so this is, it's a, it's a little bit of a different animal, but to get that kind of bench production uh, in both positions, you have Langston Love at the guard spot, and then you have Josh Ojonwuna in the post. And yes, Ojonwuna's um, contributions might not all be quantifiable on a box score, but my goodness, it was quite uh, quite easy to see um, in the post whenever when you watch the game. All right, it's always good to catch up with you and. Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm just glad you like the playlist. I think as long as you're happy at these games. By the way, could you tell, were you close enough to kind of see what Bill Self said or to Doug Sermon to get teed up? I mean, quite honestly, and it looked like he was trying to get teed up for a while, but it was not a great time for it to happen. I mean, the game, it was a seven-point game um, with about se- seven or eight minutes left, and he gets teed up, and it gives Baylor, you know, two free, two free throws right there. Uh, this is not the NBA where you only get one, and so I, I thought it was a bad moment for self, quite honestly. Um, I will say that it seemed, reading the room and understanding how an official's mind works, that said, Doug Sermons is his own um, his own type of official. Uh he'd been he looked like he was pretty close to getting to getting rung up in the first half. Um, he had been chirping the whole time. He was red in the face a couple of times. You know, you talk to um, some people who were down there, and it's like, yeah, no, like, he was he was getting close in the first half to get into the team. And so you never know. It could just be – yeah, it was a close game at that point. Uh, yeah. But it could be one of those where he was trying to motivate – some coaches will try to get teed up as a motivation factor. Oh, yeah. 
Like, yeah. oh, look, it's it's us against the world. And, uh, I mean, look at what Kirby – to a different level, look at what Kirby Smart said after the national championship game. Like the whole, oh, we proved everyone wrong. Um, move that to Kansas basketball, and it's Bill Sell trying to get a T. And so maybe he was trying to, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I will say for a guy who got teed up and was frustrated most of the night, he was pretty calm in the post-game press conference. And I don't know how much of that – um, is a really good SID keeping him from saying something that he couldn't take back uh, and letting him vent and, you know, vent at him in the, in the locker room or in the weight room or in the hallway instead of in front of the camera. Uh, and so there's, I think he's been, he was, he was pretty close in the first half was my understanding. And, you know, after a while, you just, you got, you got to put a, you got to put a stop to things. Um, in the, every officiating training in the world to tell you that. So I don't know what, exactly what he said, uh, but he, from the opening tip, was all over the stripes last night. Before I go, though, Matt, I got to give a shout uh, to my guy Cooper. So this segment, Quill, Chilling with Quillen, taking the world by storm, Matt, and I know that makes you really happy. Uh, th- this young man um, goes up to my wife every morning uh, at school. My wife's a teacher, of course, and uh, – We'll say uh, Quillen be chilling. So we got. I got to give a shout to him, and we gotta. We gotta keep this movement growing. I love it. I love it, and we will continue it. And uh, apparently, uh, what age is that? What what uh, age? What grade does she teach? She she's in elementary school. So he 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 is young. He's a he's a really cool kid. Um, yeah. Okay. And, uh, he, well, he loves I, he, he loves he loves some chilling. He loves some Quillen chilling. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I'm big with elementary school kids. I really connect. <laughs> this show does great with that uh, demographic. But uh, all right, Curtis. Well, uh, great to have you. Great to catch up. Good to see you last night. We'll see you soon, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, Matt. Good to see you. Yep. There he goes, Curtis Quillen. It is chilling with Quillen. I mean, third graders all over. The greater uh, Waco area, love it, all into Round Rock, Pflugerville, wherever this show is listened to, it goes really, really far. That signal, it is a flamethrower. All right, um, I'm anxious to see, Aaron, there's a lot floating around out there. Let's check in with some Campus Confidential. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had by somebody asking the, the late Hall of Famer. I said, "What are you doing in the offseason?" He said, "I sit at the window <laughs> and I watch seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker." Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. 
Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Exerco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Exerco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Number 17 Baylor beat number 9 Kansas to hand the Jayhawks their third loss in a row as the Bears protect the home floor 75 to 69. The Bears will have Arkansas in the Farrell Center this Saturday. Three games in the Big 12 tonight. Oklahoma is at number 11 TCU. 
number five, Kansas State at number 12, Iowa State. And Oklahoma State is at number 10, Texas. Dallas Mavericks host Washington tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7.30. Bill O'Brien will head back to the NFL as the Patriots' next offensive coordinator. Midway offensive coordinator Tommy Allison is heading back to the head coaching role. Allison will be the first head coach of Prosper's newest school, Walnut Grove. The Wildcats will play an outlaw schedule next season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley on this Tuesday, still reacting to Cowboys. We'll get back into that as we pull into the 5 o'clock hour. And uh, also much more to come on uh, last night's thrilling Baylor victory over those Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks have lost three games in a row. That happens once every 20 years or so. I mean, that is remarkable. Then last night, Aaron, the, I had to laugh. And, of course, I just joked, but, boy, people, they've gotten a little defensive. There, there's a old fraternity that I got a lot of great friends were in called Kappa Omega Tall. It's a local Baylor fraternity. And they showed them at the game last night, Aaron. It was like they featured different sororities or fraternities at games, I think, and they get to sit in a certain area. And it, last night it was the KOTs. And and for whatever reason, everybody started booing them. <laughs> but I just I got a kick out of it. I was a Fiji. Uh, we had some good battles, uh, but whatever. And I but I got a lot of great friends that are KOTs. But I I simply said, Aaron, I said KOTs getting booed here at the Farrell Center. I'm here for this with a couple of crying emojis. And boy, people, some of the old KOTs. Came at me, Mosley. You jealous? You jealous of the KOTs? I kind of liked it. Oh man, I I couldn't. You know, Aaron. Usually, if you do something that inside, like a you know fraternity at Baylor, it'll get like what five likes or something. I mean, it's, you're like, I, I'm just doing this for just to goof around with people. Aaron, I just looked. It like has. It's like a. Uh, a hundred, like everybody was weighing in on this thing. I mean, just kind of crazy how that, um, I do not know why that resonated with folks, but it did, and it now it's gotten here in 13,000 views. <laughs> Something about the KOTs at Baylor. Oh, I remember Dr. Stokes when he would say, at all universities sing, Kappa Omega Tall. That was good. Delta, 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 Tri-Delta. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us today? The McDonald's All-American team was announced today, and it included Baylor signee Jacoby Walter, who was at the Kansas game last night. He is the number 14 prospect in the country, according to ESPN, and all these services have him in the top 20. Other notable names named McDonald's All-Americans today include... LeBron James' son, Bronny James. Kansas signee, El Marco Jackson, a 6'3", 185-pound shooting guard. Uh, Omaha Ballou, a power forward that is signed with Iowa State. And Brandon Garrison, a 
200 pounds center that signs with Oklahoma State. Also, Ron Holland, a forward that signed with Texas. So five McDonald's All-Americans will be at Big 12 schools next year. Ron Holland, I know that guy. He's from Duncanville, I think. Played for uh, on that Duncanville state title team that they, I think they removed that one from Duncanville because of some uh, stuff that happened involving an ineligible player, Anthony Black, who's now at Arkansas. Aaron, when is that? When did you say that SC's? Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, I, I need to react to this. McDonald's All Americans. I like that Baylor's gotten to the point, Aaron, where while that's really cool, like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not, it's great, and don't get me wrong, Jacoby Walter, I'm thrilled for him and I'm thrilled for the Bears. But, you know, it used to be when Scott Drew first got a couple of McDonald's All Americans, it was like the end all be all of the world. And now it's kind of expected, okay? Keontae George, get a, you know, McDonald's All-American. If they get Trey Johnson, he'll be a McDonald's All-American. They already got Jacoby. And, and how cool was that last night when they recognized those folks? And, uh, boy, the crowd went crazy, Aaron. They had Miro Little and, uh, and Jacoby sitting together. The, the 2023 uh, incoming Baylor players and the place, the place went nuts. I loved it. I mean, I'm thinking, how is Jacoby? I mean, aren't they? Isn't he supposed to be at Link Academy and other guys at like Sunrise Christian? Are they off right now? I don't know. But they were at the game, and uh, it was really fun to watch everybody just erupt when they showed those guys on the uh, on the big screen. So, chalk up another McDonald's. All-American. Aaron, how did Bronny get it? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> He's a spectacular player, Matt. Oh, Bronny. He probably is fine, but let's not. Mm, Bronny, uh, I don't think Bronny is quite a five-star that, you know, if, if, if uh, but whatever. That's fine. Bronny has some things in his, and, and also, that's not easy, Aaron, to, try to live up to that name i mean ask michael jordan's son i remember when he went i can't remember where he played some tried to play college basketball somewhere and it didn't go that well for him but thinking about trying to live up to that i mean that's just insane like no matter how good Bronny is it'll be like well he's not his dad i hope he has a good career though and that'll be fun and then uh does Dwayne wade have a kid that's pretty good i feel like they i feel like he does i feel like they have they're their sons are about the same age. I'd like to know what happened to Dwayne Wade's. He's he's out there somewhere. I think he has a, uh, a son that's a really good player. All right, what else do you have, sir? Alabama currently has no coordinators after Bill O'Brien announced today that he is leaving the Crimson Tide. He was their offensive coordinator. He'll take the same position with the New England Patriots under Bill Belichick. He is returning to Belichick's staff where he previously served. Some of the names being mentioned to replace Bill O'Brien at Alabama include Oklahoma offensive coordinator Jeff Lebby, former Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury, and former LSU offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Now there's a blast from the past and was the LSU coordinator 
when uh, Dave Aranda was the defensive coordinator. They won a national title. Joe Brady hooked up with uh, none other than Matt Rule, and that didn't work out so well. Where's uh, Joe Brady been, Aaron? Do you know off the top of your head? I knew this, but now I've kind of forgotten. Was he like a quarterback's coach somewhere on an NFL Saints? I, I know. I forget he's where. quarterback's yeah. coach for the Bills. So he is, ah. he, he's had a rough few years since uh, since he uh, won the national title as the offensive coordinator for LSU. Yeah. I mean, not that, rough, but I mean, as far yeah. as, you know, going from that success to yeah. the, the trouble they had at Carolina and then the disappointing into the season for the Bills this weekend. I tell you, the greatest thing that can happen to a coach is to get fired early in a season. Think about that, Aaron. Matt Rule was able to, doesn't it seem like that was like two years ago now? He's put a huge staff together. (laughs) I mean, he's got everybody in Nebraska excited. I mean, that is, he's one of the great salesmen. And, of course, we loved him at Baylor and did a great job. And, and that's how he got that NFL job. But there's nobody in college football that's a better salesman than Matt Rule. I mean, can you think of anybody, Aaron, like who's a better who's better at, at just putting being a marketing genius than Matt Rule? Think about that. He got fired. He was disgraced. I mean, that thing was falling apart. They chased him out of town. And now he's the toast of the town in Lincoln. He's it's like, oh, my red, gosh. Big red back. And he's going to go, and he's, like, hiring all the people from the UIL. I mean, he, he's this This is interesting. I mean, he's brought in all these uh, Texas people. I mean, between he and Joey, it's like, hey, leave, leave some players for the rest of us, guys. <laughs> Jeez. Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy announced today that – he they that they have added Brian Nardo as their new defensive coordinator. If that name is not familiar, that's because he was the defensive coordinator at Gannon University in 2022. Additionally, Joe Bob Clements, great name, has been elevated to co-defensive coordinator, and Tim Duffy has been elevated to defensive passing game coordinator. So I think he basically hired from within and elevating Joe Bob Clements and brought in Nardo maybe to kind of uh, bring in some young, fresh <laughs> ideas. I don't know. But anyway, they have a new defensive coordinator, and he comes from football powerhouse Gannon University. Aaron, what have you been able to determine about Gannon? I mean, I feel like I could have maybe done some damage there at Gannon. I feel like I, I could have lined up, done a few things. Maybe played a little quarterback for Gannon back in the day. Uh, is that, to me, that's almost like uh, University of Phoenix or something. <laughs> Gannon. I mean, I, I got to hand it to Gundy because he will go outside the box on you. Like Derek Mason was a former head coach, established guy. The other guy he had before that, you know, went off to Ohio State and became the defense coordinator there. I mean, so he's, he's hired some conventional people. But when you start bringing in people from Gannon, that's a weird that's a weird deal, but also kind of exciting. I think fan bases are excited when you when you make weird hires. <laughs> like if I if 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 Aranda had have announced, you know what, I'm gonna go hire somebody from Gannon 
what would what would our buddies at the internet have done? They would have gone crazy. Oh, Gannon's the greatest thing ever. And of course, none of them would ever have heard from Gannon of Gannon. But it would have been they would have gone crazy over Gannon. I'd like to know more about Gannon. Aaron, have you looked up anything on them? Like what was Gannon's record last year? They were eight and three overall last year and six and one in conference. They are a Division two school. I'm still looking for the actual conference. So let me see if I can. No, I don't even think it's a. I don't think they play. I think Gannon may be independent. You see, I don't think. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Here they Pennsylvania are. Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. Yeah. They that's won a great. last. They won that last year. So. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to to look at a little history. They're in Erie, Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie must be I'm trying to think. That may be closer to Philadelphia than Pittsburgh. And um, named after school, named after former quarterback Rich Gannon. No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs> okay. I, Do you I, have any? I would have. I would have thrown a piece of paper at you if, you, if we were in the studio <laughs> like last, like yesterday. Uh, looks like I'll be with you tomorrow. By the way, you'll be back am, in town, huh? I am crashing a luncheon. Anytime I hear about a a free lunch, I hey, sign me up. And, of course, it's going to be a very – it'll be an awesome luncheon. And Glenn Moore, Mitch, Mitch Thompson's going to be there. I mean, it's unbelievable. Sean Tollison's speaking at this thing. I think Sean's going to be on tomorrow with, with the guys uh, on uh, game time. Aaron, did you see – did you see who they had on tomorrow or something? It's like – Robert Mays from the uh, from the, the athletic football the athletic, show. Athletic. I mean, it's like, do you know Robert Mays? Like, I know Robert Mays. Like, it's he's like the he's like you know huge numbers wonk. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe get up and listen to that one. That's gonna be kind of interesting. I mean, this is like, like Mr. Analytics. Uh, you can have them. You can <laughs> you can have them if you want them. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call Tom after the show and make sure he understands this is like big time numbers wonk. He's gonna want to talk DVOA and and kind of get way into the numbers. Oh, Golly, Ward is gonna have a migraine when <laughs> when that guy starts talking about numbers. <laughs> Who booked Robert Mays from that show? I'm thinking. Did I guess Ryan? Ryan yeah. Like I can, I can literally see that vein in Ward's forehead throbbing when the guy yeah. starts going into all the analytics. Oh tomorrow. my gosh! It's just like I, this is not a guy you ask. What do you think the Cowboys should do? What do you think the Cowboys should do this season? You're going to have to say, "What do you think of the Cowboys' uh, yards after catch as opposed to the yards after catch for the last ten years?" This is very numbers-heavy guest. Robert Mays from The Athletic. I'll be interested to hear that. That's game time tomorrow, 7 to 9. Ward, Ryan, and Tommy B. All right, Aaron, it is time. We're going to get into it. Um, Jerry has canceled his radio show. All the coordinators are now interviewing with different teams. What if Mike McCarthy were given carte blanche, blanche, blanche over 
over the offense. What would that look like? We discuss next. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 11.30 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tolleson, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company 
look at your roof, let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, always good to be with you as we uh, start the 5 o'clock hour. And it is really interesting to look at what the Cowboys are doing right now. We got some breaking news out there on the coaching front. We'll get that. Uh, we'll get to that at about five twenty-five today. But I wanted to talk some Cowboys. And by the way, Aaron, and you, uh, you're always got your. You're looking at these ratings. Of course, the Cowboys, win or lose, score twelve points, can't get past San Francisco. But they did an enormous rating for Fox, so let's congratulate them on that. It was weird, wasn't it, Aaron, to experience a huge Fox game and not have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on it. I mean, it was our kind of first time to have that level of a game and not have the big dogs on it. And and I and I like Burkhart. I really do. Olsen's fine. He's okay. I mean, I think he's a smart guy. But they're not – it just it just was – we're conditioned to hear certain people on these things. And that didn't seem like what we needed to hear the other day. 45.7 million viewers watched Sunday's Cowboys at 49ers divisional round playoff game. That's Fox's second most watched divisional round game on record. Number one, 48.5 million viewers. Wait, that's lower, Aaron. What is it? Oh, yeah, no, that's more. 48.5 million viewers for Packers at Cowboys in 2017. Aaron, do you remember what happened in that game? Packers at Cowboys. Well, that was some of that magic, some of that Aaron Rodgers magic. And uh, was able to fling a ball downfield, and they made a they made a huge play. I think I've got that right. I mean, I mean all the Cowboys playoff losses kind of kind of you know run start to run together a little bit. There's been there've been a lot of them. I guess the good news, Aaron, they do make it to the playoffs fairly often. I mean, part of it is knocking on the door. Do you know how different this would feel if the Cowboys had just been to the NFC title game just once? In the past 27 years, just one time, do you do you know how differently I think people are different that would feel about this team? 
and they just can't do it. They can't break through, and you, boy, we could blame it on a bunch of different things. I I don't know what the Cowboys can do this offseason to make everybody feel that much better about things. Aaron, if they, I mean, it, there's, there's, you know, the draft pick's not going to be, it's not going to be anything that just blows you away. It might be somebody you like, but you're not going to get anybody at 25, 26, wherever they pick. You're not going to get anybody that exciting. I mean, you're not going to probably, in free agency or, or via trade or something, get some kind of great wide receiver in here to go with C.D. Lamb. You're going to see Schultz leave, and you don't know what to do about the Tony Pollard situation. Pollard has undergone surgery today, successful surgery, should be rarely unsuccessful, by the way, should be available uh, by training camp, according to uh, reports. And it was his ankle that, uh, I mean, I, I, I tell you, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch the progress on that because he had a, he had a broken um, fibula and, and he had a high ankle. And apparently, and this was Todd Archer's reporting on ESPN, the ankle was was where the surgery was done. And they went in and, and really went to work on that uh on that on that ankle. And I I'm just not really aware too often on a high ankle sprain. This may all be related to the broken fibula, but for a high ankle to have to go in there and do that surgery on the ankle. I don't know what all repairs had to be done, but apparently he's expected to be back by training camp. Will this help the Cowboys re-sign him? Maybe. I mean, he was going to be, I think, coveted, maybe going to get some pretty big money, and is one of the, the Cowboys' most talented players. The timing on this is awful right before free agency. I think Jerry knows how to exploit this, knows he could get a good deal, um, and knows – I mean, I, I hate to say that. I don't think Jerry will view it quite like that, e- exploiting Tony Pollard, but I do think maybe he could end up having a better chance of getting a reasonable deal with this injury, and I think the Cowboys may try to do that. What's going to happen to Mike McCarthy? What well, turns out that um, the – the Panthers are interested in talking to Kellen Moore. Other folks have asked to talk to Dan Quinn. What, how many coordinators could he lose? Both coordinators. It could happen. And what is that going to mean? Especially, it, are they going to keep Kellen Moore for sure if he doesn't get one of these jobs? And I don't know for sure if the answer is yes. And I hate to blame a lot of what's happened on Kellen Moore, but they're not going to blame it on Dak. I mean, I know a lot of people listening right now put it on Dak, but they you can't move his contract. It's too enormous. It, there's nothing you can do with Dak except support him. There's really no other recourse. I mean, you can get mad at him, and you can say, well, I just don't like him. They can't win with Dak. And you may be right but they're not going to be able to do anything with him. So all you can do is try to build around him and then possibly try to get a new voice in his ear. Um, 
it, would that do anything for you? And I, I'm going to throw out this scenario. What if Mike McCarthy ended up calling the plays for this team instead of Kellen Moore? Would that make anybody feel better about things? Would you like the change? Do you think that would be better for Dak? Would it be nice for the head coach to be a little bit more connected to the quarterback? I mean, at the end of the season, Mike McCarthy was left up there not even knowing what to say about Dak. Mike, uh, what about these 17 interceptions in a guy that only played in – um, what, 15 of the 19, 14 of the 19 games, or however many the Cowboys ended up playing, 14 of the 19 games, he ends up with 17 picks, three pick sixes in the in the last three games. Mike, what do you, what do you think about that? And, and McCarthy can't go after his own quarterback, so he has to say something like, we can't turn the ball over. And he's right, and you can blame some of the receivers, and you can blame bad routes on some of the interceptions this season, but it was a really – there were some good things that Dak did, but you can't overcome doing that. And, and the margin is so thin. The margin is so small for this team that 19 to 12, I mean, it, you, you, you hold a team to 19 points and you can't get it done. Would anybody feel better? And by the way, you can weigh in on the CNC Collision text line. That's 254-662-1660. Again, that's 254-662-1660. If you want to weigh in, would it make you feel any better if McCarthy were calling the place instead of Kellen Moore? Would, are you... Would you love a change? Would Dan Quinn, last year we had the same conversation, would Dan Quinn be that much more exciting than Mike McCarthy uh, to give Dan Quinn a shot to run the team? I don't sense that Jerry is getting ready to run out Mike McCarthy, and I don't sense that Sean Payton is going to become the head coach. Other teams are looking at Sean. Of the teams that need a head coach, Aaron, the only team not looking at Sean Payton is the Indianapolis Colts. The other five teams are all in the running, all looking at him, all thinking about him. But with him, you have the added thing about having to to, to trade for uh, these uh, trades from draft picks to get him to the New Orleans Saints. Now, you could let him do one more year of TV, and then one more year removed, I don't think New Orleans would be able to ask for as much. Now they're able to ask, Aaron, you know what would be hilarious is if New Orleans just took him back. Think about that. They they own, they have the rights to him. I mean, they, he's got – and you're going to have to pay them – why wouldn't New Orleans, after letting him get his feet back under him, and now the guy's ready to coach again, why wouldn't, if you were New Orleans, just think, well, Sean, what about just coming back here and trying to do this? Maybe it would be awkward, but, I mean, he's still friends with a lot of people in that organization. Aaron, do you think there's any way they let him go coach for the Panthers? Knowing because what would the Panthers have to give up to get Sean Payton? Well, 
they've got great draft. I mean, I think they've got the ninth overall pick. I think it would take a third-round pick. It would take a fourth-round pick. Aaron, do the Saints do that deal with the Panthers, knowing it's that, that he's going to be coaching in their own division? Or do you think the Saints will just simply choose not to play ball with the Panthers? I think they would. I think they need the draft capital. And if he decides that's where he's going to go, I think they would do it. Is Sean Payton a huge upgrade over over Mike McCarthy, or is he just a is he just kind of like a, a a slight upgrade? I mean, if you look at their records, they're pretty much similar. If you look at their playoff records, if you look at their regular season, um, both of them had great quarterbacks. What? Why is Sean Payton so much more appealing than Mike McCarthy? Well, because he's once you get labeled kind of the boy genius, no matter what age you are, you never lose it. And it is interesting that they basically have had the exact same win-loss record, and one guy is viewed as such an exciting upgrade, and one guy is viewed as eh, meh. Would Cowboys fan, would you be that much excited if Jerry could somehow swing it for Sean Payton? And you say, well, they're not going to do it. Well, years ago, they were going to do it. Jerry was ready to do it, and he couldn't get it done because of something that was happening with the Pelicans. And it's a really weird story, but Mickey Loomis was running the the, uh, Saints, and they and the, suddenly the Pelicans had that whole Anthony Davis thing happen, and he wanted out of town, and it complicated everything because the Saints were kind of running. Loomis was running the Saints and the Pelicans, and that undermined a deal Jerry was trying to make for Sean Payton. It's a little known thing, and it's not talked about that much. But it did almost happen back circa around 2019, and Jerry was not able to pull it off. I sense that our texters, and we'll hear from you in this next segment, 254-662-1660, would be excited about Sean Payton. The problem is Jerry has a hard time firing a coach with time left on his contract and coming off a 13-win season. He's gone 12. I mean, think about that, Aaron. You got a guy that's won 25 games in two seasons, and yet the fan base would be just fine with him getting fired. What does that say? Is that is that is that more about Mike McCarthy, or is that more about the unrealistic fan base that is Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys? It's the fan base. I mean. Well, it's not just the fan base, actually. It's the talking heads in the media, too, because you can hear it all day long on ESPN Radio and on our sister station, Fox Sports Radio, saying that actually the topic of one conversation that I remember was that Dak can get there with better coaching, but he can't get there with Mike McCarthy. And I was just like, okay, that sounds like all my da- <laughs> all my Cowboys friends, fa- fa- friends who are Cowboys fans, Actually, though, they want to get rid of both of them, which is not going to happen. But technically, you could get rid of McCarthy if you wanted to. Dak is just, there's zero chance of it happening. 
he would be a $95 million cap hit if you got rid of him. Aaron, did you, did you listen to that thing I sent you earlier today, a Tannebaum, and you may be referencing that right now. Did you hear that on ESPN first take today? Wasn't that interesting? And in talking about why Mike McCarthy needs to be out as head coach. And it had more to do with the penalties and the turnovers, and he was trying to make the argument that they weren't disciplined, that they're not a disciplined football team. I mean, it's hard to be completely, have a lack of discipline, and go win 13 games. So there seems to be some kind of disconnect. All right, we'll continue this. We've got a lot more to talk about today. And I do want to, uh, and I want to let our texters have their say. Always, always attach your name to your text, because I love seeing your names. 254-662-1660. What needs to happen with this Cowboys team? Is it, is it a player fix? Is it a coaching fix? Would you like to see Kellen Moore out? Let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line. Also next, I'll get back into what was a tremendous night for Baylor men's basketball in my late night conversation uh, with Scott Drew and, and how pleased he was with everything that happened last night. All of that coming up next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big home court win for the Bears over the Jayhawks on Big Monday. That plus women's tennis with a pair of victories. Coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Drop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build a truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Back to Pryor. Cross midcourt to Adam Flagler. Flagler's going to dribble out the final seconds. And this big crowd cheers a Baylor win over the Kansas Jayhawks tonight. Baylor has won three straight over KU here in Waco. The Bears win their fifth straight in Big 12 conference play. And the Jayhawks their third straight Big 12 loss. 75-69 Bears over the Jayhawks. That's how it ended last night in the Farrell Center, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor winning over Kansas, 75-69 the final for their fifth consecutive win in Big 12 conference play. The Bears got 22 from L.J. Cryer, 19 in the first half, 17 from senior Adam Flagler, and 11 apiece from Langston Love and Jalen Bridges for the victory. 
After the game, Bears head coach Scott Drew. Well, they're all huge in the Big 12, but Big Monday, that's, that's, that's another level. That's a great platform. And, uh, I mean, you think about it, it's really the best matchup in college basketball. Mm -hmm. The last three years, Kansas and us are mm -hmm. one and two. We're one, they're two in winning percentage. At national championships, they won one, we won, that's the last two. Mm -hmm. And you go back to COVID year, one of us, mine of, we were both number one seeds. So, um, so much respect for their team, their program. I know what it's like when you lose three in a row, hard you fight. And I really knew they were gonna come in. And, and obviously, I mean, Grady Dick was eight for 13. He didn't miss much. Jalen was 10 for 16, he didn't miss much. We shoot 37%, 28 in the second half, 14 from the three-point line, and we had some good looks. So um, really proud that we were able to drive it, get to the free throw line, and 20 for 25 is the difference. Now, they, they, they didn't miss a free throw, so credit them. But us, 80%, uh, that'll win you a lot of games. Scott Drew and the Bears now 15-5 and five on the season, 5-3 and three in Big 12 conference play, stepping out of the Big 12 for the Big 12 SEC Challenge on Saturday. The Bears hosting the Arkansas Razorbacks Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. Also yesterday, Baylor women's tennis with a pair of 4-3 victories over Rice and DePaul. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. 
no job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number 17 Baylor beat number nine Kansas to hand the Jayhawks their third loss in a row as the Bears protect the home floor 75 to 69. The Bears will have Arkansas in the Farrell Center this Saturday. Three games in the Big 12 tonight. Oklahoma is at number 11 TCU. Number five Kansas State at number 12 Iowa State. And Oklahoma State is at number 10 Texas. Dallas Mavericks host Washington tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7.30. Bill O'Brien will head back to the NFL as the Patriots' next offensive coordinator. Midway offensive coordinator Tommy Allison is heading back to the head coaching role. Allison will be the first head coach of Prosper's newest school, Walnut Grove. The Wildcats will play an outlaw schedule next season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The Matt Mosley Show rolling on a Tuesday afternoon. And, uh, boy, so much to get into. Great to hear from uh, some of our text folks. Uh, Aaron taking a peek as we go on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Been talking about the Cowboys and also talking about what Baylor did to Kansas last night. What a great uh, what a great win for the Bears and, and what a great atmosphere it was. Just heard from uh, Coach Haller, Jim Haller, one of my favorite guys, former uh, Baylor coach. And, boy, he goes to all the games and, and uh, loving the atmosphere as well. I think we both agree sometimes the, uh, the, the, some of the music and everything, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, what are, we, what are we going with here? But it does seem to uh, – students were, were rolling – the uh, the loud screaming PA man maybe probably not uh, that's not how Frank Fallon used to do it at the Final Four that was not Frank Frank was very understated we loved him for it and he did it the, he did it in a great way but it's okay things change things evolve and uh, the students seem to be feeding off the energy I liked how you know the PA guy was saying some of the opposing players names how he announces the free throws. 
he's he's certainly emulating what you hear at NBA arenas, and even some of the product in the uh, game presentation is much more NBA like. And the fans fed off of it, and and that was a that was a hostile crowd. I mean, used to uh, the Bears would uh, send old Tommy Penders, Tom Penders, uh, they, they got in his ear a little bit. Back in the day, they had to get the students away from the benches. Last night, students were into it big time. They looked great in the whiteout, and and I think the players fed off of it. They talked about it after the game, and then um, Scott Drew also, you know, kind of talked about it. And then Aaron, let's. Um, I did want to hear that um, uh, that Bill Self. Um, that, that that was interesting to me. Bill Self talking about. You know how where the rivalry is right now between Baylor and Kansas is it growing? I think it's been great for the rivalry that Baylor's won a few lately, and in fact they've won I believe four out of the last seven, three of the last home games. Uh, Bears have won three in a row at home. I mean, last time they lost at home, I think was that year. It was like one versus two. And ended up being just a monster game. I remember being down there and just, uh, I think that was a ESPN game day type situation. And and as you heard Scott talking about it in the Baylor beat, uh, I mean, that, uh, you know, with John Morris does, it's, it's amazing what the two programs have done. Baylor over the last few years with the number one winning percentage in the country. Kansas, the number two, and it's just they, I think it's kind of they've made each other better. They just keep getting better. What's interesting to me is Kansas showed up last night without a big man. I mean, Kansas, if there's anything Kansas is known for over the years, they've always got, whether it be Azabuki a few years ago, whether it be David McCormick. I mean, you always have somebody that's going to take up space, eat up space, dunk, be there for the alley-oops, be a rim runner, just give you a presence in the paint, and they don't have it. They got a really athletic, long player in K.J. Adams, but he's just not quite ready for prime time. I mean, he did some nice things in their run to a national title, but right now they got Jalen Wilson, and they got this freshman Grady Dick, and they're just not getting much from the rest of the team. McCuller is a hard player. I mean, he plays really hard. <clears throat> Came from Texas Tech. I don't like that. I hate it when the players transfer within conference. He he's left the team. Texas Tech is destitute right now. They're zero and seven in conference. He went to help Kansas, and right now Kansas is in the ditch. Kansas has lost three in a row. Bears could win this conference. I mean, who would have thought just a few uh, weeks ago? 0 and three, or a couple of weeks ago, 0 and three. They start and and now they're sitting five and three. And I don't know if you're ever sitting pretty in this league because it can go the wrong direction at any time. You're going to have some really tough road games, and you lost a couple of games at home that you needed to win. K State, TCU, don't they don't end up being horrible losses because both those teams are ranked so high. K State now ranked fifth. TCU ranked, I believe, eleventh in the land. But, Aaron, do we have that uh, that Bill Self? I, I kind of liked hearing him when he was asked about, you know, has has this rivalry, the uh, the competition between the two teams, gotten bigger? Playing Baylor, is that a bigger deal these days? We 
won the last two national championships, and the year before that, we were both one seats when when the when the season got called off. So, I think you can make a case that that uh, uh, Baylor is 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 big on everyone's schedule, uh, but certainly on ours as well. Baylor's big on everyone's schedule. I think you could make a case. I like it. I like I. I liked how Bill Self came in there last night. He got teed up. That's a bad technical. Doug Sermons, Kansas fans don't like him. How can Kansas fans not like officials? The officials have been there with them. Aaron, there was a group of, uh, there was, there was a group with it. It was like they had a fun little costume last night. A group of, uh, a young women. I think they were Baylor students, and they had. They, they came dressed as officials. They had the stripes on, and they had halos over their heads, and, and they were like, um, they were playing the role of Bill Self's guardian angels. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. And, and, and if somebody had a sign that said, Kansas, you're not even the best team in your own state. Kind of a <laughs> shout-out to Jerome Tang. And somebody had that one, and I liked it. It was a strong female presence at the game those were the female students down there putting some signs together uh i mean it was really kind of fun to see and and the great thing about self as much as i like to make fun of him for all his adidas and cheating and all the stuff he's done he's a good egg i mean he really is after the games he's kind of calm he he doesn't get all worked up it's kind of like well yeah we lost three games not great but um I mean, they did win the national title last year. I mean, I you know, it's in the whole scheme of things, not the end of the world. They'll figure out a way. I mean, they started last week, Aaron, as the number two team in the country, and now they've lost three straight games. That's how crazy this conference is. I mean, you could be number two in the country, and about two weeks later you can be unranked. That doesn't happen in other conferences. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. This is a weird year. Aaron, I looked the other day. Kentucky, UNC, and Duke. Okay, huge blue blood programs, all simply receiving votes. None of those teams are ranked right now. And it made me look. I was like, well, how could Duke? I thought they were having an okay year. And I looked, Aaron, and they're like 14 and 5. They're not bad in conference. I want to say they're like 5 and 3. They're not even ranked. I mean, I think it speaks to kind of where the Big 12 is ranked. Now, at one point, people said, well, could could uh, could the Big 12 get, like, all 10 schools? Well, no. No. No matter how good your your strength of schedule looks or your net rankings or whatever, you got to win a conference game at some point. I mean, Texas Tech is sitting there winless. Te- uh, West Virginia has one win. you got to go win at some point. Now, I hope Tech will be kind to Mark Adams. I love the guy. Love his heart, you know. I love the, I love the, the grit. I like his backstory. I like how he fought his way through, you know, coaching JUCO all those years. Great defensive mind. Uh, I just like his approach, and I hope they say, hey, let's give Mark a chance to go recruit and get who he needs in. They got some good young players. O'Banner's still on that team. That's a. Uh, but that's a rough deal, Aaron. To to and you were telling me earlier in the program, I think that was off air about like Texas Tech's 
upcoming schedule. Well, everybody in the Big 12 has a tough schedule, but it's, it's just not getting easier for Texas Tech. Now, at some point coming up, they will have West Virginia. I mean, you've got to beat West Virginia right now. I mean, it does at some point, Aaron does, even though he's a Hall of Famer, do they have, does West Virginia have to think about moving on from Huggins? I, I love the guy. I love the concept of Press Virginia. I love some of the things he's done there. I love him as a character. I know he's a great friend of Scott. I don't know how you – you can't – at that good of a basketball school, Beeline used to be there, you can't do what he's doing right now. You can't – you know, what what he did last year, what he's doing this year. Now, maybe he'll bounce back, but it is an ugly scene there. And they're either one in six or one in seven. I think they may be one in six. And Tech is sitting there at zero oh in seven. I mean, what? That's a tough, tough deal. Uh, and they're not going to be able to go try to play at a different conference uh, like uh, like a couple of teams are about to do. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. We got a couple of housekeeping notes. Got to say good night to you. We'll do it next. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. 
We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number 17 Baylor beat number 9 Kansas to hand the Jayhawks their third loss in a row as the Bears protect the home floor 75 to 69. The Bears will have Arkansas in the Farrell Center this Saturday. Three games in the Big 12 tonight. Oklahoma is at number 11 TCU. Number five, Kansas State at number 12, Iowa State. And Oklahoma State is at number 10, Texas. Dallas Mavericks host Washington tonight at the AAC. Tip is at 7.30. Phil O'Brien will head back to the NFL as the Patriots' next offensive coordinator. Midway offensive coordinator Tommy Allison is heading back to the head coaching role. Allison will be the first head coach of Prosper's newest school, Walnut Grove. The Wildcats will play an outlaw schedule next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, some breaking news this afternoon. Scott Rowland is in the Baseball Hall of Fame, and the voters, boy, in recent years. There have been some shutout years, but Roland did make it through. And big moment for him. Longtime third baseman. Uh, and you remember him. I mean, for the Cardinals is kind of what I think of him as. Played for the Reds. Played for some other teams as well. Played for, ooh, I remember him playing. Let's see, Roland. Seven-time All-Star. 17-year career. Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays and Reds. Uh, eight gold gloves are the fourth most for a third baseman, and he was the 97 NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, was a member of the Cardinals when the uh, club won the 2006 World Series. So, and uh, in, in ranks fifth in war among career third basemen. Just missing, but I think this is a sign that he will get in soon. Uh, Todd Helton, Rockies uh, first baseman, received a support 72.2% of ballots in his fifth try at election. Remember, you get like 10 tries, and then you kind of fall off after that, and then, of course, you go to a different deal. Next in line, Billy Wagner, 68.1%, getting closer. Wagner was the best closer from his era, and I do think someday he'll get in. 
but some breaking news we wanted to share with you this very afternoon. All right, everybody, have a great one, and we'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 hoops on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, Baylor wins over Kansas on Big Monday. Now three games coming up tonight on Super Tuesday. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. The newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person on campus at Bruce's Locker Room at the stadium or online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Now back to today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And back on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Big win for Baylor on their home floor last night. Knocking off Kansas on Big Monday, 75-69 the final score. Baylor now 12-1 against top 10 opponents over the last three seasons. The Bears moved to 5-3 in conference play. Five straight wins for the Bears third consecutive loss for the Jayhawks. Three games on tap tonight, 7 o'clock in Fort Worth, Oklahoma at number 11, TCU. 8 o'clock tonight on the Longhorn Network, Oklahoma State at number 10, Texas. Also 8 o'clock tonight on ESPNU, a top 15 showdown as fifth-ranked Kansas State takes on number 12, Iowa State. Here is Cyclones head coach T.J. Otzelberger on the gauntlet of this league. Yeah, well, t- you know, teams are really good top to bottom. Everybody is. Every team is good. I don't care what their record is. I don't care where they stand right now. Maybe they've had some more road games. Maybe they've had more injuries. Maybe they've had more challenges. But 10 teams are all really good. So, yeah, it's it's better than it's ever been. And the numbers say that and the wins say that and the – you know, the coaches, the the programs. So you've got to be mentally tough every single day. I mean, that, there's a, a story last week after we lost to Kansas. I think it was in The Athletic on how Kansas is really good. That's why they win these games. And the same publication had a story that was out this week that said, what's wrong with Kansas? So, I mean, uh, it's the same publication one week later. It's, it's called the Big 12. Uh, for the most part, you know, there's going to be a lot of us that lose two games in a week. Um, the team that wins this league might have 11 wins, might be 11. And so who knows? So the league's really good. You got to be mentally tough. 
Iowa State head coach T.J. Otzelberger and his Cyclones home hosting Kansas State tonight. It's an 8 p.m. tip-off televised on ESPNU. And that's today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind.